Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome. I'm Dave Myers. And I'm Simon King. And we're not the hairy bikers today. We are the Agony Uncles. Say hello, Uncle Si. Hello, Uncle Si. Say hello, Uncle Dave. Hello, Uncle Dave. Anyway, how was your week this week, Simon? Ah, well, it was very good. Uh, uh, What did I do? I went to see my granddaughter at the weekend, which was lovely. Uh, And then what else did I do? Uh, Ate too much and drank even more. Uh, because I've been doing that fasting thing, you know, like intermittent fasting. And well, you're eating faster than you normally do. Is yeah, that that's, that's it, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, at this point, Uncle David, I always say uh, how to get in touch with us, you see, because without your emails, we have no show. So, True. The, um, the emails to get in touch, now, please do pay attention, because some of you aren't, and they're sending them to Hairy Uncles, which is not the correct email address. It's <laughs> agony. Uncles, not hairy uncles, agony uncles. So it's agony uncles at the hairy bikers dot co dot uk, not dot com, not net, not eu, not it, nothing dot co dot flaming uk. And on the agony uncles team today, posing yes. the problems, indeed our adjudicator, is the thin white duke, the voice himself, gold, Mr. Golden Tonsils, Mark Jeeves. Ah, uh, you're too kind. Yes, Got some good. juicy ones for you today, guys. Have we? Have, Have we? we? Yeah. Have we? Oh, I love a good problem to get my teeth into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I like a good problem as well. But we haven't just got Jeevesy, have we, Dave? No, oh, no, no, no. God has no. been kind. God has yes. been kind. We have the Queen of Surrey herself. She makes Downton Abbey look like Coronation Street. She is <laughs> the one, the only, our posh Tash. Hi. Here I am. Posh and definitely without a Tash. Oh, do definitely. you know, I don't know. I have to pluck it I, I HRT. I think if what is that what happens? She's not old enough for that. No, but I'm saying no, but I'm saying HRT. statement. I know. I'm just saying that that's what happens, don't you? You get air on your top lip. I mean, no, not yeah. you. That's what to you. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happened to me. You know, I've got hair on my top lip and on, you know, parts of my bum where, well, anyway, never mind. I just, I'm just saying, that's all. Go on. Stop right. talking now is okay. the best advice. Right, yes, enough chatter. <laughs> Let us do why we are here what we are best at. What's that? Do that again? <laughs> Obviously not speaking English. Let's get solving the problems of the nation. Oh, right. Hit that jingle, kingy bells. Hitting it, dude, hitting it with me finger. Hello, hairy bikers. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest. Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori? Because I heard your advice is the best. Yes, Uncle Si, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash in this slightly shorter version of the Hairy Bikers Agony Uncles. You're going to be spreading the love and searching your feelings to help with these problems of the day. We have I Can't Stop Dieting. We have Puppy Love. And we have a step too far. But we start with a little foodie conundrum. Food makes everything better. 
And this problem is called, I can't stop dieting. This is from Laurie, who says, Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, firstly, thank you. My wife and I have been using your cookbooks to lose weight since January this year. And so far, I've lost just over four stone. And my wife has lost a stone and a half. Fantastic. Fantastic. However, we've run into a problem. I've lost so much weight and I'm feeling so much healthier that I've decided to run my first marathon later this year. My wife is keen to lose another stone, but I don't want to lose any more. And I need to start eating more for training without losing more weight. Cooking and eating together is virtually our only shared hobby, and we don't want to lose this. Any advice on what we could do without resorting to completely different meals? And that comes from Laurie. I think, I mean, would you agree, Dave? I think basically what you need to do, Laurie, is increase the amount of carbohydrate on your plate and and then... Um, and your missus uh, needs to just follow because look you know don't forget all the cookbooks that Dave and I do particularly in the dietless things are, are, are all about flavour and taste what I what I do I do use our diet books because some of the some of the recipes become family favourites yeah but I just eat twice as much because it's <laughs> and all the food's healthy and things like our kind of four fried chicken which is the one where you get say a whole chicken breast and you, you the, the trick is you wrap it in natural yoghurt and then cover it with parmesan cheese, breadcrumbs, herbs, lime zest, and you bake it. And something magical happens with the yoghurt. It, it tastes like fried chicken. But whereas I, I, I cook that and eat it double. Um, but like it said, it's, well, when we can eat, you know, we'll say like the quantity of rice or whatever you can have with it. Yeah. Just double it or treble it. Or mm. I'm in a position now where I'm having to eat more because of, you know, I haven't been well and I'm trying to build myself up. So all these things that I haven't done for years, I'm doing now, you know, like the butter's going on like a mountain. But you're um, loving it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's all, it, it, isn't it? It's all circumstance. It is. That's why, that's why we always said, the only people that we felt that we could lecture to was middle-aged men who were carrying the weight from the, basically from the, the, the nuts to the chin. And, you know, like we were. Three stone, this three stone flak jacket, that, that needed to go. Mm. Beyond that, I think, it's fair to say, King, that all bets are off, really. Mm. And, you know, once you're at a decent weight, then just, just monitor it and relax, really. Mm. But I think I'd, I'd worry if people who make dieting such an issue, it becomes a problem. Yeah. Then, then you need help. That, 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 you know, it's really delicate position. Somebody said to us once, would you do a program on um, teenage obesity? Hell no, we're really not qualified no. to tamper That's with tricky. that. yeah. Yeah, and we, we politely, but but you know we, we refuse because diet is it's personal. But basically, if if you're fat, do it, and if you're not, but you can always double up. You can always <laughs> double up on the quantities. You did your cooking a dish, and you know you've two pans going. You fry one in the butter, and you fry one in the light fat oil, or you put the full fat milk or the cream in that one, and you just put the light no no fat creme fraiche in the other. I mean, it's a double up of a cooking environment. But surely, is that something you could do too? I guess so, I, I, but I just think that that practically, you know what it's like. Tash, you have a family, and it's and and you don't, yeah. you just don't do it. True. And I think I think look by by sticking an extra handful of rice in a pan and adding that to your portion rather than cooking two pans and it all easier. getting yeah. a bit. Yeah, you're dead it, right. Yeah. It's just much easier, isn't it? Also, remember if he's training for a marathon, then um, we did some things, some recipes once for people who were training, and and I think again a lot of our the diet recipes are pretty high protein. Yes. So basically, you want to up your veggies, up your protein, and you can afford to up your carbs. So basically, just eat the same regime. But I think with those rules, really, protein mm. 
double up, eat as much as you like, veggies as much as you like, and you can afford to have the carbs. You need the carbs for energy. I used to work with Olympians, actually, and um, it was amazing, amazing to see. They would eat bowls and bowls of pasta for breakfast you yeah. know, prior to going out. And just the balance of carbohydrate and protein compared to a normal person who's not putting out so much and burning so much. It was incredible. So I think, yeah, if you're doing a marathon, you can, you can afford to eat slightly differently and you don't need to think about dieting. It's just about your diet. That's it. Yeah. Mm. And well done, man. Well done for, yeah, well for losing done. that way because it's a huge commitment. And, and and Dave and I have always said, look, to keep it sustainable, you can't continue to deny yourself things. If you fancy a pie in a pint, have one. Because then you just, you, you, you should be in maintaining mode now, which is just that kind of balance between, oh, I've eaten a bit too much and put four pounds on, I need to step back. Or actually, I'm still losing weight and I'm kind of there now. I, you know, I need to eat X, Y and Z. So it's, yeah, it's good. Well done him and well done his wife too. That's good. Yeah, just don't let it become a huge issue. Yes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you've got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony uncles a line. Our next problem is called puppy love. And this comes from Christy, who has written all the way from New South Wales in Australia. And she says, hello, Uncle Dave and Uncle Si. I stumbled across this podcast by listening to another show. And what can I say? I haven't had a belly laugh like this in ages. My problem is this. Next month will be my 40th birthday. I've been single for three years now. My ex, who you guys would call a, in inverted commas, total git, has kind of turned me off the dating world. Git was an alcoholic. Git's fathers and brothers are all alcoholics. And git would also partake in the jazz lettuce, which would make me sick to my stomach. The saving grace for me was when COVID happened. I had a valid excuse for not jumping back out into the dating world. But now that's settled down and we're in a new normal, I'm starting to get the warm and fuzzies from a man I know through Dog Club. You see, I have two shelter dogs, both of which I adopted from the local RSPCA, and I adore them. They've been my whole world since the split, and I'm so grateful to have the unconditional love animals bring during the past couple of years. The bloke I fancy has his own dog too. She's a sweet little nugget staffy who has the cutest smile and thinks I'm the bee's knees because I give her treats. But she doesn't like other dogs all that much. And when we were at a recent event together, little Miss Nugget wanted to munch on my two puppies. Uh, Christy wrote that. I didn't make that up. My dilemma is this. <laughs> Nobody knows that I fancy Mr. Dog Club Man, and it's been a long time since I've danced in the dating world. And number two, I'm worried that little Miss Nugget will want to eat my puppers if the situation ever arises that Mr. Dog Club Man and I tackle the bedroom tango. Where do I even start? <laughs> I'm looking forward to the advice of my favourite uncles and my favourite posh auntie. No, oh, I don't. I've never heard you being called that before. Ooh, that's nice. And that's a posh auntie, and that's Christy in Australia. Over to you. Well, it's a great way to pull, isn't it? Taking a dog for a walk. <laughs> it's like, like book one. So you're getting out there. It's it's a good sign, and you fancy him. That's a really good sign. And there are such things called dog trainers and whisperers. And if you have a problem in life, you go to an expert. And I go to an expert for advice with this. 
you know, wait for the problem to happen and just say, well, the dogs need to get on and there are ways of doing it. I watched that thing with Graham, the Yorkshireman on telly. Dogs behaving really badly. What that man can do with a whisper. By God, he can make dogs perform in like 10 minutes. There are solutions to this. What do they maybe, do though as a whisperer, Dave? What, what are they? It's well, not they're whispering in the ear. What are they actually doing? Well, like a chocolate bar. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, not, not like a dog whispering. They kind of like, they, they, get, they get into the mind of the dog, think like the dog, and then kind of turn it on its head so that the dog believes what they want to do. So, you know, you could end up with the dogs all getting on and you with a man. I think it sounds very positive. Um, but yeah, no, the dog whisperer. I'd, I'd, if I were you, Christy, I'd just get together with your fancy fella and then worry about the dogs later and exactly do as you say, do as Dave says. Implement that when you when you need when you're just about to cross that bridge to the to the bedroom tango. You know, that's that's it. Don't worry about getting to the bedroom tango first and then whatever happens with the dogs is fixable as Dave says. Because actually the dogs normally with with great training they're training you rather than the dogs, which is the which is kind of it's an odd way to look at it, but it's true. That's what happened with Artie and I, and I know Dave's doing the same with um, with his puppy. So it it's it's the train us as well as the dogs. It's just yeah. really cool we way of doing it. We see she has two dogs who are rescue dogs, so they've got each other. Now the staffy is on its own in that society, really? so the staffy is just trying to hold its own. Really, doesn't know what to do. Mm. So you've yeah. got—I I don't know. I mean, I, I'd speak to Graham, the auctionman. I bought his book the other week. Actually, it's very good about training dogs. He said a good one, actually. It's dead. Oh no, I can't tell. It's rude. Oh, I can't. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What it is is he said there was one problem. He said every time that um, every time the phone rang, the dog mounted my leg and performed unmentionable <laughs> act on my leg. He said it was really bad. He said, and Graham, the dog trainer, said, do you know what my advice was? Change your ringtone. <laughs> Solve the problem. <laughs> you know I mean? Simple. So you see, you've got to think. You've got to think laterally. You know, there, there could be a crock of gold at the end of this doggy rainbow. Uh, yes. She's more protective because she thinks she's got to give them this amazing new existence and what mustn't and she's treated them as her number one forever and ever and now she mustn't let anybody else mustn't let them see there's somebody else involved i mean personally i'd go love rules no matter what if you love somebody everything else gets blinkered out of the way and as you say handle the problem afterwards i wouldn't let anything get in the way nah. well, yeah, one step at a time she's just you know she's she, i mean she's not mentioned love they've just mentioned getting together and fancying each other that takes a bit of time you know yeah normally and it takes after effort the- Normally after the bedroom tango, the kitchen tango, the dining room tango, the front room tango, the Simon, garden tango. Simon, Simon, some, sometimes love does come first, you know. Oh. You know, it's not, you know there's friendship, love, oh. dating, you know, and, and the, the, the bedroom tango is a bit of a climax to use, you know, odd word. But do you know what I mean? Oh, the, I the, that, that's normal. It's not the other way around, mate. Not, not all well, the time. Well, you've got to get to know somebody before you say, I love you, surely. Yeah. yeah, but you've also got to get to know somebody before you do the bedroom tango, surely. My yeah, no, do. but you don't. Well, no, you do, of course. But, you know, you don't say... Yeah, well, that involves more than two lags and a packet of crisps, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, well, that's where I'm going wrong. <laughs> Normally it's one lager and a hot dog. <laughs> 
Back to dogs again. <laughs> I'm imagining though they go out together and the dogs are getting all feisty and their their leads get entangled and they bend down to untangle the leads and pull them apart and then suddenly their heads are close together and they look in each other's eyes and they realise it's a moment and the dogs being a nightmare is what's brought them together and that will be their story of how they met. And I quite like that romantic film moment. Now what will happen is the staff will rip one of the other dogs' heads off then they'll be sitting there in the vet not speaking arguing who's going to pay the three grand and it's going to cost to put the lady's dog back together again. And, um, and that'll be it, really. Yeah. Dave, that's so, a horror story. I've got a romantic <laughs> film going there. <laughs> you know, I think there's a solution to this. You should persevere with it. Uh, yeah, so do I. I. But actually, somebody can help me out. Tell me when the first, when the first love comes in. Where you say I love you, because I, this is I'm getting this wrong. If the all kiss. of this is the kiss, the kiss. Yeah, but that's not love. That's just getting to know somebody, isn't it? You kind of you kind kiss. Of... That's that's stepping stones to the I love you. That's a and I love yeah. you is yeah. a bigger thing. That's fine. That's fine. That's good. Good. I just wanted to clarify that just because I need all the help I can get. <laughs> When your dog's head's been ripped off, that's not when oh. you say I love you. I'm just saying that's No, that's a bad time. <laughs> but you yeah, do if you're the you. dog owner pays for the vet's bills. Oh. You know, once you hear what it costs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you've got to be realistic about this. <laughs> Get in the aisle word quickly. It's three grand. Quick. Yes. yes. I love you. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. Just send an email. Just send an email to the agony uncle. This problem is called a step too far. We don't need a name change here because Martin has written to you and said, "Dear Uncle Sai and Uncle Dave, I was engaged to my fiance until a week ago when the relationship came to an end." It had all been a bit of a whirlwind, really. I met her, a week later I proposed to her, and then a month after that it all fell apart. My question is this. I spent £1,400 on an engagement ring for her. I thought she'd give it back when we split up, but it all got a bit nasty at the end and she didn't. I need a new cam belt for my car, and the money would come in really handy. Can I ask for it back? Martin. No. Yes. <laughs> Conflicting advice there. No, no. Uh, what in God's name's the wrong with you, man? You can't just like ask somebody to marry you after a week. You've got to get to know them, surely to God. No, you deserve all you get, you daft sod. <laughs> Says Sai. Uncle Dave had a different view. Yeah, I think. Well, look, if it was after a week. It wasn't. You know, maybe it was a bit foolhardy. You should just say, now look. You know, I need a new cam belt. Can I have the ring back, please? <laughs> Obviously, you're just gonna. It's gonna be down to cash for gold before you can sniff. So. <laughs> I think, I, th I think, you know, as you've dumped me, give me a ring back. If someone had given me a ring after a week, I'd think, I th yeah, I think morally I'd go, I'm sorry, I can't marry you. Thank you so much. Isn't that part of the gesture? Even yeah. You give the ring back going, that's a symbolic of going, sorry, you're not for me. So I think you would give it back because you think that's very kind of you, but no. But at the same time, she sounds like she jumped quite quickly after a week. She was only out for the ring, probably. She was out for the cash anyway. Yeah, I don't know. And she's not going to give it back. And... Lots of people like to keep the ring after a long engagement because it's sort of a memory, isn't it? That's it for them. So I think she should give it back. He shouldn't ask for it back. Yeah, but she's not giving it back, so he should ask for it back. But look, he's not rich. He can't afford a cam belt. So, you know, it was obviously quite a big commitment, a foolhardy one, admittedly. Admittedly. Yes. Yeah. We've all been there. We've all done it, Simon. Yeah. Oh, come on, no. information. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am. Um, yeah. 
I, uh, no, I don't. I, could I ask for it back? I think, uh, you see, for me, what I, I would have just put it down to experience and gone, that was a really stupid, bloody thing to do. And I, I, for me, just the, what would the conversation I would have with myself in my own head was, hold on a minute. Tip, I've, I've just, after a week, I've proposed. And then I went out and bought a ring. And then after a month, I gave her the ring. And, and I mean, yeah. I'd just be kind of going, well, actually, you're a, you're a, a bit of a daft sort and you deserve all you get. Then if she doesn't give us the ring back, then it's your own daft fault. And now I'm stuck because I need a cam belt for me car and I can't afford it. And then I've, I've messed this up. And that's what life's about. It's about actually equating those sort of experiences and taking responsibility for them and kind of going, no, I've been really stupid. And I, I, I'd like to ask for it back, but I... Next girl, because the next girl he's going to want to ask to marry, he'll be thinking, I'm not going to give her the ring. <laughs> I'm going to propose. I'm going to get the answer. And then we'll discuss the ring. And so after the poor about, next girl's not going to get it. After about two years of, like, you know, getting to know them, maybe. And yeah. Like, you know. yeah, but you see, there is one remedy to his future problems, and that's cubic zirconia. <laughs> get her a cheap one. She won't know the difference. <laughs> And then if she bins you, goes for cash for gold, you can go. <laughs> ah. Hey, that's mean. <laughs> no, it's not. I oh, wouldn't, wouldn't get away with that with Mrs. Myers, I must admit. <laughs> if your life's in a mess, then the email address is the agony uncles at the hairy bikes.co.uk. Yeah. Uncle Sai. Yes, Dave. I would like oh. to think the world is a happier place for us. Would you? That the problem solving we've done in this episode has not caused chaos. <laughs> Do any, does anybody ever write in again to say that it has caused chaos? Thanks very much, lads, you bunch of flaming lunatics. I've just gone, it's gone from bad to worse. No, it'll be fine. Too much, uh, yes. Me too, Uncle Dave, yes, that's true. But uh, we're always, there's always room for more though, isn't there? And if you've got a problem, and if nobody can help, then you can get in touch with us by, uh, via email. Of course, I know you want to, so you might as well. Don't forget the email address. It's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. Agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. E God, Kingy, if nobody else could help, has this been worth the last chance salute? <laughs> it's one of me. What we're doing, dude. <laughs> Do tell your friends about this podcast. It's one of the ways you can help us spread the words of love that we speak. Yes, indeed. And it is all about love at the end of the day. Intolerance and being nice to each other. Did you say intolerance? No, tolerance does. All right, mate. I'm glad, glad we cleared that up. <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, God. So, right, well, that's it for this episode. Thanks so very much. So, uh, so from Posh Tash. Bye-bye. The Thin White Duke. Goodbye. And me and me best mugger, yeah? Uh, goodbye, everybody. Have a lovely week. Bye-bye. Be safe. Lots of love. 